Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Jane Garvey. And I'm Fee Glover. Off Air with Jane and Fee is going live. We are taking to the stage at the amazing Crucible Theatre in Sheffield on Friday the 31st of May. It'll be a night full of surprises. We'll have a special guest, we'll involve you in the audience and we'll embarrass ourselves. You really won't want to miss it. Well, the surprises, we don't yet know what's in it, so it genuinely is a night of surprises. Well, you've surprised me already. Uh, It's not just us. Our live show is part of an exciting new podcast festival called Cross wires which is taking place in some really amazing venues across sheffield from the 31st of may to the 2nd of june so other podcasters that you'll be able to see include katie price Catherine ryan ramash ranganathan and the original adam buxton but there's also a whole host of free fringe events family shows surprise acts and after parties that jane and i haven't yet been invited to I'm sure it's only a matter of time head to crosswires.live for tickets and more information This is The World in 10 on Friday the 23rd of December. I'm Bev Rimmer. And I'm Laura Cook. The US is being battered by freezing winter storms. Take this storm extremely seriously. And Donald Trump is accused of engaging in a multi-part conspiracy over the Capitol riots. None of the events of January 6th would have happened without him. The Times of London. It's cold enough in parts of the United States to cause frostbite within minutes. Severe weather warnings are affecting more than 100 million US citizens, prompting this Christmas travel advice from the president himself. Take this storm extremely seriously. And I don't know whether your boss will let you, but if you all have travel plans, leave now. My staff, if they had plans to leave on tomorrow, late tonight or tomorrow, I'm telling them to leave now. A giant so-called bomb cyclone is dumping heavy snow, ice and freezing rain across parts of the country. Temperatures in the northern Rockies are expected to plummet as low as minus 40 degrees Celsius. The inevitable knock-on effect has caught many who are trying to get away for their Christmas break. Brandon has been stuck for some time at LaGuardia Airport in New York and explained how he was feeling. Flustered. Um, We're trying to search on our phones figure out other routes, maybe even taking a bus from here to Atlanta, which it'll take us about 21 hours. So that's really inconvenient, but uh, anything we can do just to get there is what we're going to do. Chantelle, who was at the same airport along with her family, said they were all worried about catching their connecting flight. We have a layover in Detroit, and then there's going to be rain and stuff there. Um, and then there's also going to be, it's back home, it's like cold and snow. so. Um, so far, it doesn't say there's any cancellations or delays, but I'm just worried as the day goes on, if the weather gets worse, that it might cause a delay. 
Mackenzie Bart is a meteorologist with Fox 8 in Cleveland. She told us more about the challenging conditions people are facing. Any precipitation or moisture on the surface quickly froze over. So that's what led to a lot of travel, travel trouble, uh, anything quickly freezing that fast. Uh, and of course can lead to hazardous conditions when we see the amount of snow falling and wind gusts 50 to 60 miles per hour on top of that. So uh, it definitely has been hazardous. That's the latest on the severe weather warning sweeping the United States. Icy temperatures, frostbite warnings and widespread travel disruption as people try to navigate a much more treacherous route home for Christmas. None of the events of January 6th would have happened without him. We stay with the US for the time being, as the congressional panel looking into the deadly attack on the US Capitol has released its final report. The report by the House of Representatives Select Committee, which runs to more than 800 pages, claims Donald Trump criminally engaged in a multi-part conspiracy to overturn the 2020 election results and that he failed to stop his supporters from attacking the Capitol following Joe Biden's victory. It's said that between Biden's election victory and the certification of that victory on the day of the insurrection, Mr Trump or his inner circle engaged in at least 200 apparent acts of public or private outreach, pressure or condemnation targeting either state legislators or state or local election administrators to overturn state election results rather than honour his constitutional obligation to take care that the laws be faithfully executed. President Trump instead plotted to overturn the election outcome. Based on almost 1,200 interviews, it sets out his case that former President Trump should face criminal charges over it. The report follows an 18-month investigation into the former president and the riots almost two years ago. In comments posted on his Truth Social Network after the final report's release, Trump called it highly partisan and a witch hunt. He said it failed to study the reason for the protest, election fraud. Christmas travel is not set to bring much joy for passengers arriving into the United Kingdom over the next few days. Staff at the UK Border Force are walking out on strike as a long-standing row about pay and working conditions continues to escalate. Around a 1,000 officials will put down their tools at six of Britain's largest airports, including Manchester, London Heathrow, Birmingham and Glasgow. This will happen every day until the end of the year, with the exception of December the 27th. Mark Sawatka is the General Secretary of the Public and Commercial Services Union, to which the striking members of staff belong. Nobody knows yet how disruptive this is going to be. The government's made extensive preparations, they tell us. They brought the military in. Of course, they haven't been trained properly. They've had five days training. This is a very skilled job our members do on the borders, detecting victims of people trafficking, people who may not be all that they seem. It takes a lot of skill to do this job, so... You know, we've got people in to paper over the cracks. Travellers into Britain are being warned of serious disruption and long delays at passport control. Two million people are expected to fly into the affected airports between now and the new year. 
Lisa Minot is a travel editor at the UK newspaper The Sun and said the inconvenience will be hard felt by many. Over 50 flights land at Heathrow before 7 o'clock this morning. It could be an issue, but we just don't know until it actually happens. By lunchtime, probably we will get an idea of how it's going. But airport bosses are warning of delays of up to two hours to get through passport control, asking people to use the e-gates if at all they can. But of course, for families with children under the age of 12, you can't use an e-gate. You are going to have to queue up. That's UK Border Force staff who will walk out on strike almost every day until the end of 2022. We look now at Russia's plans to bring back three crew members of the International Space Station ahead of schedule after their Soyuz capsule began to leak last week. One option is to send an empty spacecraft to pick them up. NASA and Roscosmos officials say they're trying to find out how the coolant line of the capsule's external radiator sustained a tiny puncture. Last week, Sergei Krikalev, Russia's chief of crewed space programmes, explained how the leak could have been caused. The cause of the leak can be a micrometeorite striking the ship's radiator. The possible consequences is change in temperature in the instrumentation compartments of the Soyuz ship. The specialists are now carrying out analysis of these events on the instrumentation compartments, on the ship in general, and they're checking the heat balance. Another possible option could be to send them home in the leaky capsule without most of its coolant, though this is unlikely. Now it's time to check in with the latest from the sporting world, where John Jackson brings us up to date on some new rugby rules. World Rugby is to introduce new rules aimed at speeding up the game and reducing time-wasting. Kicks will need to be taken within 90 seconds of a try being scored, with a penalty completed within 60 seconds of being awarded. Competitions will be encouraged to incorporate a shot clock to help enforce the law, and the time limit won't change even if the ball falls and needs to be repositioned. The changes to the rulebook also state that scrums must be started within 30 seconds and delays to the formation of lineouts will be punished with penalties. Water carriers will now only be allowed to enter the field of play when a try is scored. It's hoped that these changes will help the flow of the game and reduce the need for reviews. The rules will come into force in all competitions on January 1st. On the entertainment circuit, Kim Wilde has announced that she and her actor husband Hal Fowler have divorced after more than 25 years of marriage. The couple agreed to separate last year and in a joint statement on the singer's social media accounts, the pair who share two children said that they do remain on good terms. Kim, who's the daughter of rock and roll star Marty Wilde, shot to fame in 1981 with the release of Kids in America. She and Hal met while they were appearing in the hit West End musical Tommy and were married in September 1996. And finally, Santa and one of his elves have been spotted enjoying a new pastime as they gear up for their biggest day. They've been scuba diving in Florida. St Nick and his elfish helper were at Pleasure Reef to raise vital funds for the charity Kids in Special Situations, or KISS. Santa stepped into the welcoming blue water feet first, not from his customary sleigh, but from a boat called the Lost Continent. And as he swapped his famous sack for an oxygen tank and an undersea scooter, no doubt all the fish wondered what on earth could be going on. 
Let's hope he dries out in time for his delivery run, but if your present's a little soggy around the edges, well, you'll know why. And on that nautical note, that's your World in 10 on Friday the 23rd of December. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. Rising sea levels, extreme weather patterns, extinctions of species. Our planet needs protecting. I'm Adam Vaughan, the Environment Editor for The Times, and this is Planet Hope from The Times, in partnership with Rolex and its Perpetual Planet Initiative. In this podcast, we hear from leading experts from around the world who are committed to finding solutions. These explorers, scientists, entrepreneurs and citizens are committed to a common goal, to protect our home, Earth. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.